0: Hey guys, and I decided I'd come over and see what was going on before the kids got out of summer school.
1: Hey Mike, you want to ride along with me today? It's pretty warm outside and the ice
2: cream's gonna be flying fast and furious. Remember how good you were at crowd
0: control last time?
2: Hey, what's going on here?
3: Is
1: about to begin this is film sack
0: oh sure
1: everybody, welcome back to Film Sack. This is Film Sack, Mining the Very Depths of Film Entertainment for All Mankind, episode 467. I'm Scott Johnson, joined today by Brian. Just put your hand in the black box, done away. Oh, how appropriate.
3: Oh, hi. hi. And welcome to the Red Palm Fortune Telling at Home, where we will read your palm and tell you about upcoming life events. Now, if you would kindly... Perfect. Now, if you would kindly just stick your hand in the box while I light about a thousand more candles in here so Grandma will stop complaining about being cold and dead. (laughs) What box, you say? (laughs) Why, the one that just materialized on the table before your very eyes, of course. Now, go ahead. Stick your hand in there. No? All right. How about a foot? Just stick your foot in the box. A pinky toe. We just need a pinky toe for demonstration purposes. Come on. There has to be a body part that you are willing to stick into a mysterious suddenly-appearing box. Oh, that was unexpected. I don't think Grandma has ever seen anyone stick that in there. Are you sure? All right. Left nipple in the box it is. Oh, what's in the box? You mean besides your nipple? Well, hopefully it's not my Grandma's old but fiercely strong toes and another hole in the bottom of the box. What's that? It really hurts. Well, no crap. You stuck your nipple in a box. Should you fear it? Yes. Yes, you should. (laughs) Grandma has a lot of free time on her hands and uh, feet. But don't worry, it's just a reflection of your own impending old age, death, and also gross feet. Oh, no, wait, never mind. You should totally worry. Death is scary. Now take back your nipple and remember what you have learned here today. What? No tip? Just a nip? All right. Goodbye. <laughs> Tell your friends.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, that, that that lady looked like Ozzy Osbourne. It freaked me out. She looked like something. Like modern Ozzy. Ozzy. It was weird. All right. Just
2: leave your tip on the box,
1: Aussie. <laughs> the box, Ozzy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> With us also, Randy, nothing hotter than making out on the hard ground of an old cemetery,
4: Jordan. Aloha, Scott. Brian. Brian. Hey randy good morning and thank you all for coming to the hibiscus room at the goodyear arizona embassy suites so early on a tuesday morning thank you for your donation of yellow blood in the blood drive out in the parking lot and thank you for leaving your jawas with the concierge and thank you for purchasing my new book silver flying murder balls how to kill people who weirdly keep coming over to your property even though there's been a string of killings there Inside, you're going to learn my three primary rules for slashers. Number one, remember precisely what we learned from our ancient text, uh, Dune by Frank Herbert. And Mm -hmm. I do mean precise. You're going to want to quote Dune verbatim. Mm -hmm. Uh, Here's another one. There is no escape. We pay for the violence of our ancestors. Number two, after showing them some nice naked breasts... Always kill people in the cemetery, or even better, in the mausoleum, and then you won't have to move the body very far. Mm. Number three. If you do have to move a body, you can always put it inside the cold case of an ice cream truck. Uh, uh, Yes, sir. Uh, you, You with the question in the audience? Yeah, okay, so for those of you who couldn't hear him, he asked, well, Why aren't you guys here? You're going to get blood on my ice cream, aren't you? Shut up, Clint Howard. This is good advice.
3: <laughs> he does like a poor man's. He was Howard. Oh, he totally does.
4: Like, like as if
2: there's a rich man's Clint Howard. Yeah.
1: <laughs> right. Well, I don't know. Clint Howard, If <laughs> that's true. He just works for free for his brother, and that's about it. Uh, with us finally, Brian, he's going to get that tall bastard, debit
2: Darn right. In case you're just joining us, we're here with Mike, the 13-year-old survivor of the mayhem at Morningside Cemetery. Mike, after dealing with severed but still active fingers, flying knife balls, hooded midget zombies, portals to other dimensions, and bugs impervious to the disposal, tell us the most haunting memory you have from this ordeal. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Seeing Seeing the Undertaker pick up a coffin all by himself? You just mm. keep going on about that. All right, um... That's your big takeaway. All right, we'll be right back with more of this riveting interview with Mike after these messages. Hi, do you like having sex in cemeteries, hanging out in bars, and having sex in cemeteries? Meet other single women like me who are definitely not tall, angry undertaker men by calling one nine seven six Tombstone Bone. I'll show you one of my Tombstone boobs. Call today, sir. <laughs> we love Come our more. denim jacket. But how do we remove those tough stains? Blood, mango puree, and fresh grave dirt can mess up the look of your sweet denim jacket. Get biz and quit fighting your denim jacket. No, really, quit fighting your denim, denim jacket. You're going to break those rails by the stair. Or, see, you broke those rails by the stairs. Quit fighting your denim jacket. <laughs> You know, uh,
3: you mis- I just, mis- just, just want to say that I was, thought you said Demon Jacket at first, and I was gonna. I thought how clever! I, oh well. I
4: just want to say the the fighting the jacket was the best acting in the movie by a
0: lot.
2: <laughs> oh no, no, no! It no. was. Well, there was it a was lot of fight stuff.
0: <laughs> well, because <laughs> it, it was, was
2: going all over the place, like to be able to fly. The, the 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 creature must be able to flap its wings the hairy, and then uh, lift from air, right? Right. It was but a hairy no rhinoceros in that, beetle, <laughs> right? Yes, exactly. But there's no air in that denim jacket that the the fly can, so that it would not be able to go, zoom left and zoom right and zoom left. It, it might fight within the jacket. Super it, it's supernatural.
3: Yeah, yeah. supernatural, like, ah, like, the, like, the, like the, nah, I'm not buying that. Ah. Don't forget, don't forget, the whole thing was a dream. So you know, dream logic applies. <laughs> yeah, dream logic no, totally was applies. Was, tall man was in the mirror. It yeah. wasn't a dream. Yeah,
1: that whole thing, dude. Oh my gosh. All right, can I? Can I? Okay, can we got to get to a thing we said last week that I was sure that Dunaway was wrong about? Now I have to completely like supplicate myself and say he was right. It's not even the right oh. word, but I'll use it anyway. Hey. Uh, you said that you thought that phantasm one or phantasm as it's called right. only had limited use of the blade ball and right. that it was the f- future uh incarnations of the movies that really leaned into the blade ball thing and right. i thought no there's blade ball all over this thing it's like <laughs> constant like never <laughs> not having a blade ball on screen and you were totally right it was really just the one guy with the brain yeah, yeah, just, uh, yeah.
3: It was just a very briefly viewed the uh but that happens in a lot of first time franchises that go on hmm. right
1: yeah so. i guess you're I, I guess i guess
3: what i'm saying is you were
1: totally not only totally right about it but it's so funny how a thing like that becomes the icon because all it of the does, other posters does. for preceding or you know for for successive films they all feature prominently big fat in the middle of the posters a blade ball doing blade yeah, ball blade shit ball. Yeah. yeah
2: people probably like really reacted well seeing it and said, Oh my God, the blade ball is the best thing about this. And I said, Oh, we should lean into the blade ball for future. <laughs> it's
0: kind of, that's kind of like, future movies. like a, a
4: lot of things. It's a trope, right? It is, you throw yeah. a lot of, you throw a lot of things out and see what people like. And then in the sequels, you really hammer that home. Right. Right. There's like <laughs> Pinhead and Hellraiser, right? Mm-hmm. Like we, mm-hmm. they didn't, they didn't uh, like know that he was going to end up being the most iconic thing ever. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, sure. we
3: totally didn't realize that somebody with a bunch of pins in their head would uh, appeal to people. It was like a, <laughs> supposed to be a throwaway thing,
4: right? Well, you, you know, know, another good example of, is uh, we were surprised in the first Hellraiser that there were lots of enemies. Like we thought, oh, this is the pinhead movie. No, there was a bunch of people, and he just was the most memorable of them. Is mm-hmm, what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. It, yeah.
2: Another good example of this is schwarzenegger's i'll be back line right because in the first terminator that was just going to be a thing i'll be back and boom he drives through the thing Mm -hmm. people love that so much and it's like oh we got to put he's got to say this in every movie from now on until forever and yeah it kind of takes a life on his uh of its own
4: right so the thing is i have i had never heard of phantasm much less seen (sighs) it or anything from it oh weird and i'm god bless you (laughs) <laughs> I'm kind of amazed by this movie because it feels like it's very endemic to this genre right. where whereas like a lot of times when you see genre films like this you're you're looking back in time at something that just drew on things before it now admittedly phantasm for some reason really draws on dune and uh star wars or something but, <laughs> but like a lot of uh my you telling me I, I don't sound good. No, well, they mm. see the yeah, I- the idea, idea of that. Is, the
1: idea of that was to say it uh, behind the scenes, so that discreetly. you didn't say it out loud, so that you
2: would just see it. We're,
3: it's the producer saying in your <laughs> ear. Hold on, everybody! I'm getting a message now. Hold on, wait a minute! I'm getting a message. It appears Sorry. that my fly, oh. it just, my fly is down. Be, oh, my I, fly is down.
1: My fly is <laughs> down. I may as well just say it. You're, it sounds like your mic slipped into Does beard Does it sound mode. any different now? Uh, a little bit, yeah. Little, clear, yeah, did you take it out your butt? Yeah. Yeah.
4: Yes. <laughs> yes. I that, think it was just uh, angled
1: it was angled funny. You're fine
4: now. You I, had it, it was, I had it I had it wrapped up in a towel and I was trying to shove it in the garbage. I appreciate the thing. reminder that I shouldn't do that. No, no problem. <laughs> anyway, I just like I I like really like genre films and I'm kind of surprised. Like, how did I how have I never heard of this? Mm-hmm. Uh and and it like turns out like not only have I never heard of this uh or seen it, but it's like a pillar of the genre. Right. Yeah. You know? yeah.
2: Yeah. And, it's it, funny got, to think of this piece of garbage is something that was really important at the time
3: <laughs> you see this this is kind of uh Randy you're just like just a minute earlier than most of the on the show he's the baby of the show and so this would have fell the first one and the second one would have probably fell in a time when you were just like just a little bit too young to have seen it and then by the time you get to three and four and five they're almost straight to video I mean they're very they're not they're not well
4: uh, you know advertised also so. also like I've like a lot of people I fell in love with movies as a teenager and there's a time there's a there's like a moment when you go oh I want to see every movie that ever existed but actually what you want to see and what you seek out are good movies <laughs> you know like it's <laughs> yeah. just that's just how that goes and so like I remember like there were years where I watched 500 movies a year and it was yeah. like I was trying to avoid stuff like this like I didn't want to waste my time well, yeah. while I was over in the corner of Blockbuster going, more, more, <laughs>
3: right. I need more.
2: This is what this this stack of movies is on their way to the trash can. No, yeah. what you no them? way.
3: <laughs> you fools.
1: Yeah. A bunch of fools. Every one of you. Uh Did we mention this was a Don Co- uh, Coscarelli movie? We just two watched one of his in a row! Yeah, two weeks in a yeah. row, baby. He uh this is very different, though, from like Beastmaster is badly acted as, as it is it tonally and everything is just so different from this. This is like a whole yeah, different. Yeah bag of worms but, and uh i don't i don't know how i kind of feel about it i thought i kind of thought i was gonna get something less uh, like this was the most budgety thing i've ever seen like the mm-hmm, most yeah. expense here must have been the blade ball and the and the blood effects coming out of it because everything right. else you could do it just like you know like you said let to move my jacket around real fast and also these little yeah, tiny right, hooded yeah. guys are just probably a little kid in there wrestling me and like, i mean there, was, there
2: is, was one point where where um Jody is sitting in the in a chair waiting for Mike to come back from somewhere and you hear a door slam and then it's like a cut to a scene of Mike standing in front of the door, which is like, what, could we not even afford to like pan the camera <laughs> and show Mike coming in the door? It's just like... Yeah. It's going to cost you extra money. It's a weird decision it's, of uh, is, uh, editing uh, and acting. Yeah.
3: Yeah. This, this movie has actually, we're fortunate enough to see where a director pretty much starts. He, he did some other things before this, but not much. And so... They filmed this over a year-long period, only on the weekends. They had to maintain a cast and continuity through a year's worth of filming only on weekends. Oh, my God. With very little shot list, a lot of stuff being shot in order, uh, you know, and then the end when you're trying to edit this thing together, realizing that you have, like, you're missing everything and rewrites during the script. It's a miracle this movie even is
4: slightly uh, cohesive They had locations in oregon northern california and southern california and uh they made it i mean they they somehow edited it all together so that it didn't look too bad but the but the fact that they were so spread out lets you know they were just borrowing like they were just like uh, you know i know a guy who knows a guy who has a property we can shoot on you know and that's going to mm-hmm. really limit you. You try to you try to make sure that people can't see the highway behind your shot, so you get real narrow. And there's so many narrow shots in this film that I it almost made me like a little sick. You know, like hmm. we're hmm. why are we so close to this? I don't need to be yeah. so close to this. And then suddenly we cut and we're close to something else. Like, back up, stop it. But is is but it maybe it lends to
3: the uh, the uncomfortableness of this because that really the subject of the film is uh a, a you know a teenager but, uh, truly a, almost a preteen uh who is dealing with death and mm-hmm. uh and and who who's had several deaths recently that impact him greatly and so uh it's a it's an interesting exploration. Yeah, so
4: we're, we're gonna we're gonna say thirteen and drive in a car yeah yeah that's, yeah, what, that's, although the, that's the, the things yeah
2: Go although ahead. the actor was something like sixteen which blows yeah. my mind. Like I had to look it up and see when the actor was born and when they made the movie. He does not look 16. Like I, no, if I no. saw this kid behind the wheel, right. I would say, uh, "Watch out for Johnny Law,
3: because you're you're." <laughs> yeah. I had forgotten Johnny right. Law. I had forgotten the first Johnny Law. I had forgotten <laughs> that the first one was a dream. I usually watch. Two and three. When I'm watching Phantasm, I have to watch them in a row. Well, this know, is one of those but. where
1: two is is considered the the good one, right? Another one. Yeah, two is yeah. two
3: is when it actually, to me, finally is put together and it is, you know, it's, is what I think when I think of Phantasm. But the first one, uh, it just had this this thing about the dream that I had totally forgotten about. And so when I was writing my notes, everything was like, how in the crap did he follow a, a a Himikuda to the bar? on foot? How is he constantly, how is this kid constantly right. showing up? Does he have like superpowers? And so a lot of my notes were like, cause I thought I was really, you know, discovering something odd about the film. But in the end, when I find out it's a dream, I'm
4: like, Oh, okay. Oh, well, I tried to, yeah. I tried to go to TV tropes and load the, uh, it was all a dream page and I crashed their server. <laughs> like I, it's, it's important, it's... though, to remember, once again, this movie's 40 years old. Like, they, you know, this trope wasn't as overblown and t- trite. We and, hadn't even seen you know. Dallas yet, have we? We hadn't even yeah. seen Jr. get oh, yeah. shot.
2: But it's such a cop-out. It's mm. so, you know, it basically says, hey, you know the thing you just spent the last 89 minutes watching? <laughs> Nothing right.
0: really happened.
3: Yeah. But then if, but there's, a, mean, if, there's,
2: a, if there's a, a
1: sequel...
0: Mm-hmm. Right. Now,
1: oh, right, exactly. Because the, the bottom line is it isn't a dream. I mean, it is, right. but it isn't
2: yeah. because clearly it isn't. If it was, then, then you one, wouldn't you have, have a sequel. Have the tall man appearing at the end of the film after he's woken up and yanking him back through the mirror.
1: Right, and it's not part of the 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 mythos like it is with say uh, Elm Street or something, where the whole point is it mm-hmm. gets you in your dreams. This is just like right. all this stuff seems real and tell us not. Ah, I got you at the end. The- it wasn't
3: real. I hate right. that. Freaking so, hate it. So yeah. his. So this is how it is. His suspicion about the undertaker the tall man is and this is my opinion of course uh Mm -hmm. is that his suspicion is that the undertaker is something otherworldly and uh parents aren't believing him and he has taken this into his dream world and he has expanded upon it in his dream world but then in reality he's kind of right so the things that happen in the movie only really happen in the dream world but he's not wrong at the end of the day Mm. Uh-huh. And so it, it exists. Do sure. we
2: know when this dream starts? Because in 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 the real <sighs> the, quote unquote real world, from the get go, um, Jody's been dead for the whole time. So yeah, anything where well, wait, right, how okay.
1: can it be from the get go? Because the get go is Lady doing it we- very weirdly. By the way, yeah, the he's a,
3: he's a teenager. He's having a partial wet dream in his dream. Okay, so he's like <sighs> everything is about. Uh, dealing with his brother's death, his brother was obviously out with some lady at the bar, and this is something that he frequently did. Once again, all my. All right, opinion. so that's not the dream. Yeah. The lady that stabbed. No, the that's dude. all the dream. No, it's a dream about things that are distorted. Okay, but are true. Okay, because we part never, of his dream is that people
1: have, that's not how people have sex. I'm sorry. There's a weird. Well, that's, that's, what a, that's what a
3: 12, 13 year old may think. That's the, That was the point. It was like, okay. uh, that's it's the just... reason why everything was askew. Okay. Because the whole thing was a dream. Okay. All, all, right. all right. I you know think what? the whole thing
2: was askew because of budget, <laughs> and I think that, that the way people had sex, because that's the way the director thinks people have sex. <laughs> but because I think you're, this is water. What's the symbolism of water? Right, right. right. No, well, so, I'll tell you
3: this the, the oddness of the sex is part. Partially due to the way it had to be shot because uh Lavender Lady had to have a double double lavender. Wasn't her name Lavender was it? Yeah, I Lavender it Lady. Yeah, yeah, double lavender. So she would not act in scene with the guy, Tommy, the actor, whoever his name was, uh, yeah. because she didn't want to. She did not want to do a naked scene and did she not want to and she did not want to be that close to the other guy. Therefore, they had to do all this trickery of uh, shooting it really? close, like Randy said, and doing having and body doubles, like
2: having the headstone block the faces. Right, so, right.
3: Yeah, you could use doubles yeah. and stuff.
2: So, so the, but back back to the whole, it was all a dream, though. Um, right. What's the most irritating about this is that you don't get the bookend; you get the ending of like him waking up and it was all a dream, but Tommy's death, uh, you know, is what brings. Reggie and, and Jody together at the funeral. It's, oh, yeah, you know, the trio's broken up, man. So that couldn't have taken place. So did Tom even really die? Well, like,
3: can, can any of that really of it. happen? Just because it happened in a dream doesn't mean it never happened necessarily. But we have to take but to depict to to license. That
4: to depict that you have to right. use a lot of subtlety and this film just doesn't have it at all. It's a, no. that is no, not a, a dream. A, subtlety is not a bullet in the chamber. Nope. It's, and, it's a teenager's
3: like... dream of a horrific <laughs> thing that he's trying to process.
1: You really want us? You really want us to to, to be a hundred percent
3: sure to so buy dream. into it
2: and like say, you know what? Okay, I can appreciate that I and mean, that's I, not going to happen. I'm no, not gonna no. I, I, like you know
3: what? I, once again, that's the reason why I keep every time I say it, I I try to stop and go. In my opinion,
1: well, okay, because... no, no, this is a good point. Actually, now you're starting to sway me because there was a scene when he was talking to uh, Ozzy Osbourne and the girl at the t- yeah. at the table there, and uh, when I had to rewind it because I wasn't sure I saw it right, but that box as referenced earlier in your intro, <laughs> yeah.
0: it was there, and then
1: he put the money on it, and then it went
2: away. Yeah. It disappeared, yeah. and the kid didn't react. He just went... He didn't, there was a lot of stuff that he really didn't react to. With the, There was one moment near the end where he finally reacts to something, but chopping off dude's fingers and mango puree coming out didn't really react to it. <laughs> right. The the thing coming out of the the little uh, rhino, hairy rhinoceros beetle coming out of the box yeah. didn't really <laughs> react to it, or climbing on his head. It wasn't until... There was something in the mausoleum near the end that he's like, "Oh, finally reacting to it." Okay, yeah. even it, that's even looking in- through a portal into another dimension, huh? Uh, so You know, oh, I can do my hand. Look, look, my hand disappears. My hand comes out. Yeah. My hand
1: disappears. My hand comes <laughs> out. Yeah. So, uh, so maybe, so maybe I'm just. Uh, I guess you're scooching me forward to the whole dream thing because he he would have uh, that box thing disappearing. Like you're, are, you're either telling me that the world has this fa- this fat magic in it and everyone's used to it, or. It's a dream yeah. because he did it and didn't and it didn't even flinch him because dreams are like that. Um, yeah, you have
3: to you have this is this is a movie that you have to watch a second time knowing that it's a dream for most of it to make sense. Otherwise it seems very incoherent, which is fun because it kind of leans into the fact that even if they had wanted to, they probably couldn't have filmed something that could have been very coherent because of the the shooting schedule.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's uh so. it's it's a it's a hell of a thing. This is one of those movies that I would walk through a blockbuster or any other, you know, home video place uh in the 80s as a teenager and I would say, you know, let's go over by the horror section. And in the horror section there was always these things that stared at me. One was house with the floating hand pushing the doorbell. <laughs> right. One yeah. was like um the weird monkey on the cover of that. What was that one? We, we oh, watched Monkey it? shine. Monkey shine. Oh, yeah. yeah. And the, and the he other did. one was this, it was this phantasm yeah. guy's face. And it may have been like four movies in, I don't know, but right. yeah, but it was this old, old, weird looking, you know, guy with white hair in the back, mullet hair going And I, and it always <laughs> looked at me and I never picked it up. And we never saw it. So, Phantasm yeah. is one of those that's been dogging me for decades, and
3: now nothing was
2: nothing was it. better. is was
3: always available. Yeah, <laughs> right. Nothing, nothing, nothing was better in my opinion than going to the horror section at Blockbuster because it had, like Scott said, you didn't forget the cover boxes on mm-hmm. those VHS tapes. Mm-hmm. It is, it is a classic art form that uh, that, that is it's, its own thing, and uh, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm the saying rest of it, you did I, yeah, yeah. I, I
4: went to that section every single day for years as a teenager and walked right looked right past phantasm <laughs> movies because because I was so like like amazed by Chucky from child's play and yeah. the, the variations of uh, Jason's mask and Freddie's fingers and this kind of thing mm. like all of those covers were mind-blowing to me and caught my eye and phantasm movies didn't and that's too bad because like I'm saying they could have done better. They could like but I I'm, again, phanta, this is a 40-year-old movie. They really didn't know how important that was going to be, I think. There's yeah.
3: nothing uh if you've ever been to the horror section of Blockbuster, once I saw the Frankenhooker
0: Hooker uh, <laughs> box, I
3: don't think anything ever lived up to the VHS Frankenhooker. Hooker box. And I think there was actually like a, a battery built into it with lights and everything. It no way, really? Kind
2: of like the, the Pink Floyd yeah.
3: Pulse CD? Yeah, <laughs> yeah so I mean... There's it, an LED in there? Yeah, it's just like an amazing thing.
1: Oh my gosh, you know uh, who directed Frankenhooker? Just, just a side note. The guy's name, Frankenhooker, <laughs> is written and directed by a guy named Frank Lotter <laughs>
2: Like, oh. it's almost Frankenhooker if you just say his name was, too fast. I was hoping yeah, you were going to say his name was Frank and Hooker. <laughs> Frank and <laughs>
1: That would have been amazing. Anyway, we don't want to talk about that guy, but um but yeah, like this this just is one of those this is one of those holy grail sort of horror franchises that I just never got around to and I love that we got to it on Film Sack. The question is, was it any good or does it hold up? And my answer to that is this is some of the most atrocious acting we've had in Film Sack history. <laughs> like in the yeah. history of the show, we're in troll 2 territory here as far as I'm concerned.
0: <laughs> this
3: no, is a 23-year-old director using local talent for the most part uh, of actors that had not been in anything much, if anything at all, and it is a miracle that it even works and that we even are talking about it this yeah. much later. It is mm-hmm. just, it, mm-hmm. it, yeah. So I'll give
4: you that. It is a really yeah. a miracle that this thing is still around and we're talking about it. Like it's 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 such like basic garbage and that you try, you try to find the thread of something really cool in here. And there is that stuff, right? Like there right. is some, some concept that you just want to draw out and, and start over. Right. With the, you know, with the, the mm-hmm. bad whatever the bad guy is. I don't know. The bad guy is a, the tall,
3: well, that's the, the tall thing. Man. What is he? He's the alien. He's a, he's the tall man alien. Uh, and is played by Angus, Angus Scrim, by the way, stage name. Okay.
2: Oh really? I'm, that's a that's a disappointment. I really was hoping right. that Angus Grim was his uh oh, birth name. Oh man. What,
1: what did, he, did he Wait,
3: what did he change it from?
1: No kidding. Uh, Mr. Grim, oh, um, what what did you oh, decide to name your it baby? It was something
3: like Rory. It was like Rory something. Uh, the reason why he took a Dang. stage name was because uh when he when he was doing some stuff uh while he was going to school and he wasn't supposed to be doing it, so he had a stage name in case they mentioned him anywhere. And uh, it was like Rory. I forget his oh, last here it name. it is.
2: Lawrence Rory Guy.
3: There you go. Lori guy yeah. Yeah.
2: died uh, a couple of years ago at uh, the age of 89 and the, and the photo it's funny. They didn't use a photo on Wikipedia of kind of what, you know, him as they have one from 2011 where he just looks like the guy who's <laughs> directing you to housewares at Walmart.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, look at that Frankenhooker thing you just put in the disc.
2: Oh, fantastic.
3: Yeah, that, There's the button you push. There's a little button on it. You oh, there is. Yeah, press here. It, oh, that's yeah. Right, and it lights up little things. Look out! Look how worn that press here button is. Wow. Right, All well, the whole edges of the it. box. Yeah. All right. Luckily, they didn't, they didn't put that on our Frankenhooker boobs. That wanna was, wanna, wanna a date? <laughs> press, press here and here. Right. I love, so, it. I
1: love that the tagline is wanna date with a question mark. That's wanna a, date? Amazing. <laughs> amazing.
2: Wow. So back to the tall man. His... His motivation, like what? Really, I was trying to figure out. All right, so is his job to use this this uh, persona of the hot chick, go drink at the bar, right? Um, Lure people back to the cemetery, kill them, shrink right. them for some reason? Because I, right, right. I guess, right, right, guess brown yeah. fabric is expensive. Well, they, uh, they had mentioned
3: them- they had mentioned something that was interesting sci-fi wise. Um They had, and, and also in true science. Uh, they had to be shrunk down because of the weight, the gravitational pull on the planet they were from.
2: Okay, so that's that's whole reason. Because then he's using them as slaves to do whatever right. he was doing right. back on the, the home right. planet through the portal. Right. <sighs> See, it all makes I guess, sense. I
1: guess so. <laughs> like it doesn't. I didn't make sense, make sense about the. Okay, can you explain this? The barrels. I, was was there goo in those barrels? Did they ever show anything?
3: That, that's where. That, well, he said there's. He said there's dwarves in here, so we assume there's dwarves in it. We assume that they're going through the process uh, of 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 replacing their blood, like embalming, because that was something that that was uh, Casarelli was interested in. He thought the mm-hmm. the idea of converting your blood into something else and and, and uh, modifying. Oh, is that why the, way the blood, blood looked
2: like? Uh...
3: Yeah, like mango like Right, right. Okay. Yeah. All right, so I was have wondering blood. what
2: the whole point of that was. Like, all right, is that alien blood? Is that... But that's like embalming fluid that they've all right. been replaced with. Okay.
3: That's what we're assuming, right?
1: Yeah, I, I assume so. Yes, they don't... They're not explicit about it. Maybe the future movies do or whatever, but... But those things, I just, I, I guess I was just waiting for those to pop open and, and things would come out or something and it would be yeah, a big really. deal. And instead I feel like no, I just... They just,
2: they just kind of get sucked into the vortex and they look really light when they're landing on uh, on the floor next to, uh, to Jody.
1: Right. And when poor man, yeah, when poor man, um, uh, <laughs> Clint Howard, Clint Clint Howard Boy, is Clint getting Howard. sucked out of there, uh, the, the effect is improved by having a lot of stuff moving around, a lot of wind and everything. But didn't quite buy it like it was just enough for me to say you know like uh, Sigourney Weaver getting sucked out of an airlock while the alien's barely hanging onto her foot or whatever that's effective it feels like there's tons of wind huge cargo things are flying all over that that airlock or whatever and it's an effective scene and lots of movies do this like it's very actually a pretty tropey thing to do is have you know something ends with something getting sucked to somewhere else and uh, this, I just didn't buy it. It felt like there was a light fan on. Maybe there were there was some like fishing wire <laughs> light, holding those empty a light barrels. Light fan on oscillation. Yeah, I was oscillating on on Jody as he's trying to get out of there. I don't know that whole thing. Plus, was he a? He was an ice cream man.
3: Yeah, but they didn't yeah, really. In the dream, what? so only we, in the never, dream? we never actually address whether what his occupation is other than family friend if you <laughs> only so want to talk weird. about the characters in the real world.
1: Okay, I'm starting to come to your... I'm coming over, Dunaway, to your side here because <laughs> the old, there, there are the old, a lot of things in this movie that are just like weirdly placed like, oh, okay, he's an ice cream man and the music's
3: playing while he's driving yeah. at night and then he's... This is what a 12-year-old would think, you know, his friend might
2: be your due. I think it's just a way of saying... It's just a way of saying, yeah, we really couldn't come up with a good reason. Well, for yeah, this, so it's, it's, it's all a dream. It's, it's one of the
3: most fortunate. It's it's one of the most fortunate explanations. It totally that Just worked out. I mean, it's like
2: it's like Don Like you basically asked Don Coscarelli's, like, why do you have? Why do you do this? All a dream. Oh, it's okay. All well, a why? Dream, is, why does the tall man walk down the street and <laughs> uh, stop in front of the open ice cream truck and the cold,
3: cold air coming out and go? Right. Ah.
0: Because well, it right. was all a dream. Yeah, <laughs> yeah
3: and, well, they, and I thought it meant I thought it meant that it was he was sucking up the 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 essence of Reggie, and it was foreshadowing that Reggie was next. But according mm-hmm. to uh, the DVD commentary um, on the most recent release, or I'm sorry, Blu-ray release, um, one of them, one of the actors or directors said that it was every time they opened the refrigerator, that was the emotion they had and i was like is that tongue-in-cheek what are you people doing you're just lying now
0: stop <laughs> making up stuff mm-hmm. yeah and
3: so uh by the way reggie played by reggie
2: banister uh Psh, the tony clever. Danza. wow he does have his own website reggie and if you go there oh what uh it is uh it is geo cities as hell and uh <laughs> covered with uh silver balls with knives sticking out of them Ooh. as
3: well as uh Hey man, if you gotta have one thing, why not? Yeah, you know, oh, yeah, for he, sure. And he's doing a lot of his acoustic stuff too, because I'll tell you that scene with uh with Jody and Reggie. Are they playing the porch, guitar together? Sure. That's actually really like a charming moment that just it happens is. in the movie that I feel like it was probably just them goofing around.
0: <laughs> I insisted.
2: think I think that between scenes they started playing songs and then right. Cascarelli said, Oh, we could uh We could totally put this in the movie. You guys want to do a song in the movie? It's a
1: dream! What's great about this, it says, uh, Reggie Bannister, (laughs) Uh, the big underline on his GeoCities ass-looking page is just a whole bunch of those blade balls just blade ball there after blade are. ball
2: but if you hover over each
3: one they're all they're yeah, all linked. like oh they're, it's, like a they're, little su- it's like a little surprise little oh, javascript yeah, Reg hover man. script little Yeah. Reg man. yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: he also he has a band it. called the Reggie Bannister band and he's got music and i am dying to hear some of this
3: i want more yeah thanks Regman. Yeah. 2017 is the last time he updated the copyright that's pretty impressive Oh, angus oh, yeah. Scrimm. does it does not look like he's touched right. this since 1998
2: he yeah. the a
4: number on the on this page that's it that's all, the number that's all we're asking years. exactly is
1: there a way to I want to hear the music
3: can I can I see this here oh, the music yeah it's like sure. the, it's like the fourth ball from the right uh Reggie hot <laughs> as
1: hot as love it says on the
3: link uh, yeah that's his that's his line you know what hey, let love.
1: me tell you what bad navigation is okay
3: bad <laughs> bad
1: navigation is when your buttons are nondescript, samey-looking buttons that don't say anything, right. so you have to discover, like a freaking advent calendar, what you're clicking on. That's
0: terrible.
4: That's
3: terrible. Oh my god, I love. Okay. it. So, yeah, loved, if you go to go his music and scroll
2: to the bottom, then you'll see. Uh, uh, um, you'll see two YouTube video
3: links. J- Reggie B and the Jizz Wailing Yeah Doggies. What? Is, uh, what is that one really? One. I said it's title <laughs> that the band it? name the uh, bad name.
2: Actually, I don't know but I want to know. the jizz wailing Yadagis.
1: Okay, here, here's some of it. Let's just see what this sounds like. I don't know.
0: Have you seen it? Have you seen it? Oh.
3: I want it. Wow. <laughs> I'm picking it up now. Buying <laughs> it right now. What's baby. funny
1: is the song, the cover, or so the YouTube video, the the visual for it is the Phantasm Oblivion, uh, the Phantasm Four Oblivion poster. So he Which just I think, think the song appears in. Oh, does it? As well as uh, it to say, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I kind of love that this guy exists and is just so leaning too. into yeah. it. This is great.
4: And I just want to, I just want to point out, like the most legit scene in the film, the thing that, like, I would take away from this film and cut everything else and go, that was actually really cool, is Bill Thornbury and Reggie Bannister jamming on guitars on a on a yeah. front porch uh-huh. because yeah. that so was real, like. That was, that was part of a dream. That was (laughs) true. But, (laughs) but it was maybe a real memory, but, but (laughs) wow. Like I've, I've seen a lot of losers pick up a guitar and jam and this was, this was good. Oh yeah. yeah. Solid. Uh, they boy did they rehearse that? You felt like they had spent two months writing a song and figuring out how to make it look like they were. They did the, the call and guitarist. answer
2: thing with the guitar, so like a lyric, yeah, and right. then and then Reggie go, do 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 do. That's yeah, that was that their was entire payment
3: sense. for this film was the exposure. You know what you need? Your band needs some exposure. We'll
2: yeah, exposure. well, it got it got uh, it got it
4: Reggie a, a GeoCities site and a I Facebook can. page. That, that scene had me had me ask that question. What is this doing in this movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. It, it was the well, it, was the charming so, moment,
2: and Reggie's responsible for one of the big question marks of the movie. And uh, it is the it is kind of a chick in the bucket or a chick, a couple of chicks in the Volkswagen. Oh, bucket. I'm glad you
1: brought that up because I couldn't find one, so I'm gonna play this. Grab a
2: bucket. All right, go ahead. There we go. Yeah, I mean, basically. Uh, he hooks back up with uh, uh, Mike and Jody at the mausoleum and tells yeah. him the story about, oh, yeah, you know, I found the two girls who got kidnapped in the Volkswagen bug and some other girls that I'd never seen before. And I got them out of here and totally, totally yeah. rescued them. And they walked into the woods. It was like, well, that could have been something that you showed in the movie. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Why? Yeah. Why? Say, why
3: show it when you can say it?
2: It, I mean, <laughs> why well, show it? Why, okay, well then, why not every movie just have a guy say, "Yeah, well, there was this big boat, and then the boat hit an iceberg, and yeah, then the right. boat
3: fell fell let apart, me, and it sank, and all these people died." Let me die. tell you, take our word Let me for tell it. you about Myrtle, the real chick in the bucket.
1: Okay, who's
2: Myrtle?
3: M- Myrtle, you may, you may, have, no, no, you okay. may have missed Myrtle. Okay, Myrtle was a jump scare when, uh, when, when Mike went back home and uh, he ran into apparently their house. Keeper who lives with them yeah. and was never mentioned before or after
1: oh yeah you know, you know oh, what right. you're right that yeah. is very chick in the bucket i mean <laughs> I like, I it's like since it's a dream model. it's just a dream lady though right like right it's right. always a dream it was a dream. also
2: there was something that i completely had forgotten about until i did the second half viewing this morning i watched the first i talked about this pre-show so i'm going to talk about it here that i watched the first half of it again to add some stuff to my my intro and a, a scene that I totally had forgotten the first time it's before um, it's before Jody drives to the the bar the second time after um, after the night, he fools around with tall man, woman. And <laughs> there's this like, there's this scene where it's a blonde girl walking down the hall of the yeah, mausoleum. Yeah, 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 yeah. She yeah. opens the door and then it's a cut to the exterior of the, um, the mausoleum. And you hear her scream, but it's never explained who she is, what she's doing there.
3: And that was the other chick in the bucket. And I I think I want to say, and I'm not sure, I've looked at some pictures and I can't say 100%, but maybe it's Double Lavender, the body double. She just got a scene or something, but it was really weird that scene was in there because I couldn't tell who it was supposed to be. Cause they only showed her profile for just a second. Yeah. Or two. Right. Yeah. You see her from the and, back for uh, most of it. And yeah, the fact that
2: every woman in this movie has long feathered blonde hair, right. It uh, doesn't help things.
3: And, and a couple
4: of the dudes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it, a couple it, of the
3: dudes. right. The yeah. only, the only thing that made me think, I thought it might be the fortune tellers daughter, granddaughter for a second, because it, it leads from that scene to the mm-hmm. next scene of her going of some, a lady going there that we don't know. So I kind of thought All that. Right. So I'm not 100% sure on who that was exactly. Be well, she didn't that. have
2: a she didn't have a star sharpie on her cheek. No, like <laughs> yeah,
3: done. that's why I was but her cheek was it was her star on the sharpie was on the right hand side in the show Oh yeah, you see from her the her left. The left. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Do okay. they get into more okay. of what so, that's
1: about in the next one? Like are these is this a you know, there's always the No, team. because
3: most of what was in this one was thrown away except for a few scenes they revisited I think in part four okay Uh, so I I, we we kind of we revisit uh Mike uh as as he's in a psychiatric hospital in two uh and trying to deal with some of these things once again this all goes back to uh to the director's love for a film uh from the 50s that was about a kid who um who was trying to convince parents that there were aliens uh invading what was the name what was the name of that movie do we know the name of that movie? Uh, the um Oh, was it the the bo- oh, that could crap, be interesting to watch on here? Yeah. I I started yeah. watching this on actually archive.org. I started watching it afterwards just to see what it was about. And I can't remember the top of my head now. It's like
0: hmm.
3: yeah, I'll figure it out in a second.
0: Hmm.
1: All right. Uh but here's some trivia while you're doing that. The spheres that the but the stupid hmm. well, let's call it, let's call it sphere. Because we really never saw more than the one. And we saw it twice, once when it got blown up and once when it hit the guy in the face. But anyway, Spheres were designed by a, a craftsman named Willard Green. Uh, he was charged mm-hmm. for the production of a little over a thousand, looks like 1100 bucks for his services. He, he basically just like a, pro- wow. it's like having, you know, builder a ram, build you something or something. Uh, right. It says sadly he died just after production completed the end of 77 and never got to see these balls that would go on to be like the signature thing for. He died from the balls. Um, you know he did. Yeah, you think the ball a, got it's him? A <laughs>
3: it's the yeah. phantasm
2: curse. It's the phantasm's curse. The you know it ball is. Ball got him, mm, just like the poltergeist curse.
1: But are we mm. to are we to believe that the tall man, the everybody involved in this dream or not, whatever it's aliens? Then is that
3: the idea? This is all aliens. Yeah. yeah but, does, the, well,
2: does the Do the follow up movies kind of
3: continue down the alien path? I don't think they. I don't think they go. I think they for some reason. I don't remember it being aliens, but. I didn't really realize even it would have been aliens in this one. I would have just thought it was like Hellraiser, where you kind of end up in this hellscape that looks alien, uh, but only because I've listened to some of the you know the, the director's. You no, know, that could be. That, that could I be. Know. And
1: that, and that's that's fine. It's actually better. I like that better than if it's just aliens. Right. Um, when he's in the another thing that leads me to think this maybe you're right about the dream thing. When he's in the um, antique shop and he's looking at the photo of the tall man in the Mm -hmm. in the 19 or
2: 18 the harry potter the harry potter yes the
1: harry potter photo that's moving he didn't seem (laughs) to be shocked by by the fact that it was moving he seemed to be shocked by the fact that it was the tall man so again is he dreaming yeah. that? Am I to yeah. accept a reality where pictures no, move? No.
2: Like
4: he's just a bad actor who doesn't do reactions. <laughs> yeah, like for I, I, I would like to know what you think was the scariest thing in the whole movie. Because for me, it was absolutely that kid under the car. It just triggered every yeah, yeah, fear yeah. I've got. Yeah. And and like I don't understand why the kid didn't display any fear. Like, I, I I get that you're trying to portray that he's used to being there. Mm-hmm. But he's going to die. Like, he's going to get right. crushed. Yeah. That should be scary. I should see that on his face. Mm-hmm. Right. right, yeah, you right. should. Right. Yet, yet he has the wherewithal
2: and somehow the, the freedom of movement to hit his brother's toes with a hammer,
3: and even just, though and he's completely
2: out. pinned. And they just it pop made... out and say, sorry, I thought you were one of those
3: that made me laugh so much when he when he ah!
2: right because it's like a <laughs> thunk it's it's like it's not a sound that would come from you hitting somebody in the toe with a hammer it's like you're hitting right. a bucket hitting a bucket with a hammer
3: it was a
1: weird cut it's a very weird cut uh, okay here's some more trivia uh, so we talked or uh, I think it was uh, Dunno or excuse me Brandy at the beginning of the show made the Frank Herbert uh, the Dune reference or was talking about the Dune references um, there are a bunch of those in here. The bar name is Dune. There's a scene where Mike is forced mm-hmm. to insert his hand in the black box and flick pain is part of a test. That's all part of Dune. We mentioned all that, but uh, that's a weird thing to go and make right. these direct things. So you're making a really low-budget horror movie, and you're like, man, you know what I like? Those Dune books. I'm going <laughs> yeah. to just- right film my movie.
2: Full I'm, gonna, of, I'm gonna somehow shoehorn a bunch of weird references to a movie that <laughs> has a completely different tone and style. The movie, yeah. A
4: movie that didn't exist yet. I mean, I think, okay, I mean, a book yeah, that like, had a completely a different book. tone and style. But yeah. Like, like I am. I would be. You could trick me into believing that this film has the quote, "Fear is the mind killer." Mm. Like I, it felt like that's what they were saying in that moment. It's such mm. a, it's such a rip off.
1: Yeah, for sure. Uh, we do need to this needs to be discussed. I'm trying to do it in the best way possible. All right. But there's Okay. There are two scenes. One where you get a boob, and another scene where you get two boobs.
2: And it's supposedly <laughs> the boobs! same. So same... we get three three boobs all at once in uh Phantasm Two? Like does it no, just yeah. keep Does that go full total recall and give <laughs> us or three little Or of it boobies? follow the sequence yeah, yeah, yeah. sequence and we you <laughs> like... you know, five and then? seven and (laughs) but
1: what i wanted to say about these boobs is not the fact that we got them because they should you know here's an here's a movie from 79 it's a horror movie guess what there's some boobs in it that's not a big deal what i wanted to comment on and i don't know i don't know why i'm bringing this up but these are a special category of breasts and by that i mean are they
3: real boobs
1: is that your no i think they're real i just yeah there are probably well, more there are people in this world they're that i'm sure have these and i'm just i just you know never came across too many of them but these are the kind of boobs that have no real transition from <laughs> the flesh of the boob to the nipple of the boob they're all one solid color and 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 type and there's right. no like there's the Again, I'm well, that's just...
2: because
3: that's what a twelve-year-old thinks boobs look like. Under <laughs> because
2: it's all a dream.
3: He's oh, never God. seen a boob. This is what boobs look like. Yeah. <laughs> Supported. You, Thank you. You might actually be
1: right. I don't know. <laughs> But uh I just find I am not no no offense to anybody who has experienced this and it's fine whatever I don't know So you like
3: a you like a high contrast on your boob skin tone well, to nipple it, To me it tone. just seems so like saying, normal
1: to, and, and and I don't want to say this lady's got r- perhaps abnormal Perhaps you need to look at more boobs. I maybe. But it just and I what know everybody's doing, different was, every it was boobs was different dark
2: in the cemetery I mean
3: you know. Yeah. I, uh, yeah so what so I I think it was actually a product of what Ibit is saying it was poor lighting which desaturates color you're probably right yeah and so i mean
1: it was just just an effect it's a weird thing for me to bring up i know that but it just (laughs) struck me because i was just like those are just like what are are those they're like those you know like when you go to um uh, like a like a spencer's or something and they always have like a stress ball in there and that stress ball (laughs) is super stretchy and squishy that's what these look like to me. Like I could just go, ah, oh, will just squeeze that because I'm stressed. I'll just squeeze one of those.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you're going to jail. They are. I'm going
4: to jail. They, <laughs> they they are an excuse for a man who considers himself a filmmaker to get a bunch of film and work around a half-naked woman mm. for a few hours one day. That's all that mm.
3: is. Reminder, uh, this is a very young man at this time. Director yeah. 23, yeah. 25, 25, somewhere in that yeah in that there's range.
4: A, there's a Penn and Teller episode of uh bullshit where they have some naked people milling around on their set and after that, after that scene, they break the fourth wall and show you the behind the scenes about how every person ever related to the show showed up for the filming that day because <laughs> all of these like associate producers just suddenly had a reason to be yeah. on set. And it's just I like, love that idea. That's all that those boobs are. Right. They're just. They're just
3: so, just know. a reminder, just a reminder, if you ever forget, guys like boobs. So, mm. no surprise there. And if you get a chance to see a free boob show, I think that's probably, you know. So, we just have to rise above that. We have to, uh, I
1: mean, and I, you know, to, uh, I'm no judge. I'm no judge of boobs, right? I don't, you can all have, I've got some boobs myself, really. I mean, they're just sort right. of, you know, they're not
3: big. And <laughs> right. And they're shows, all but, the same flesh color. <clears throat> yeah. They're, yeah, you
2: wouldn't there, know. There yeah. is there a big differentiation between areola and flesh? It's not. Right. <laughs> I mean,
1: I try to I try to keep a good um, a good shine on them, you know. Right, no, right, right. Yeah, good, good, distinctive uh, contrast. But uh, sure. Anyway, no,
3: honey, I, I, are my nipples too pale?
2: Yeah, what's up with these nipples? I I just appreciate any film where you see an odd number of boobs. That because it yeah, takes yeah. a lot of it takes a lot of work and planning to have an odd number of boobs in your movie sure yeah
1: like when that like i mentioned total recall earlier where you get three boobs all at once yeah there you go um at the least you know that's like oh weird alien thing no way that's real but this lady it seemed like i'm gonna show i'm gonna hold one boob and cover it the other one's gonna be out because i got the knife (laughs) so you think that's oh she's she's holding back doesn't want to show too much either the actress or even the director saying you know let's be a little you know let's go half here no big deal but then later it's all out again, so I don't understand right, why I cover. Right. Wh- so what was that? We're about? still
3: going through, right? We're, we're still going through. I mean, the MPAA, the the self policing uh, force of the uh, the movie industry. You know, at, at this point, we got a young filmmaker coming in, trying to figure out how all this is going to play out. You mm-hmm. know, with ratings, and so I mean, it's this happens a lot during the eighties. We're trying. We're even adjusting the film scores. Uh, to address some things like this, how many boobs can you show? How many Fs can you show? How many, you know, because because even there's even a point where Mike is saying, I don't know if it's just in the re-edit because we watched the remaster on Amazon Prime, right? And uh, there's a point where there's a several edits to the to the to the language. Even one one point where Mike is saying, uh, "WTF," and he just Mm -hmm. mouths it, doesn't actually say it, and uh, it's it's a really weird what is
2: the is does is it um full-on audio in the original unremastered one i don't i'm
3: sure i can't remember because it's been so long since i've seen it i think a lot of times when i was seeing it it was probably either on on t regular tv so they would have bleeped it anyway so i wouldn't yeah that was one of his two
2: shocked reactions by the way that was the one where he saw the tall man pick up the the coffin and put it into the hearse by himself that was the shockingest thing that this kid (laughs) experienced apparently i gotta
3: i gotta say i have been a pallbearer in many of the funeral. And it would kind of freak me out as well if I saw somebody manhandle
4: a a coffin like that. Well, okay. Question. Have you ever, uh, as a pallbearer, have you ever carried the casket on your shoulder and done a i dance? Never. I'm not that cool. (laughs) I always just hold it down by my side and pray that I don't slip. I have so many questions about the dancing pallbearers. And the main one is, do they strap in the corpse? Is the corpse tied (laughs) down? So it can't roll
2: back and forth in there? Yeah.
4: <laughs> I don't know uh, what that's about or why that's
1: popular. It's uh what do they call it? It's a uh, um something death. Uh, I forget, but it's death like dance. a dance. So they'll show maybe but it's where like a, the videos are always like here's a here's a skater and the way it's edited it's the skaters fail,
4: it's a fail video. Yeah,
1: it's a fail video. So here comes the skater looking normal, then they flash to these pallbearers standing still just kind of looking around. Then they flash to the wipeout and then they show these guys dancing with the coffin. Right, and then the music's always the same, and it's some popular like TikToky sounding
3: like song. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, I don't know what that. That's a weird meme. That meme. The more, the more I see of death, the more I am one hundred percent convinced that just burn my body, like right away, like no autopsy, mm-hmm. just burn mm-hmm. it. Just mm-hmm. always let's find out what happened to him. Who cares? I'm dead. Yeah. Just burn my body. I would Viking ar- funeral right I would,
1: now. I would ar- argue this gif I just put into our chat with this shock face guy that you always see. Uh, yeah. I would say he's better. He's being a better actor than the kid was <laughs> That
3: is hilarious Yeah What is this like from
1: anyway? Right? I want to know what I, don't, out a, some, phantasm is I don't what know what this of. is from actually This is so old I've seen it a million times but I, I don't know where oh, it comes that. from <laughs> I love it
2: But it's pretty great But he can't look away for <laughs> <No>. you know <laughs> It's
1: like he's trying His face is shaking like to his, turn His but...
0: head
2: is trying to make him look away but his eyes won't
3: look away
1: Yeah If you guys don't know what we're talking about just look up shocked gif on the internet and you'll
3: see what right. we're While we're talking about that kind of stuff Invaders from Mars. Mars is the film that was uh is oh, marked is one of the influences yeah from 1953 mm-hmm. and I watched a little bit of it It's on archive.org by the way if you uh if you throw some money their way which I do mm-hmm. uh, there's there's a it's, it's always good It's thing yeah. is it i oh, like archive.org uh,
1: yeah. i like it too i find some really weird stuff on there like out of copyright you know horrendous yeah. things like animation and stuff that no one even knew existed i love digging around in there yeah, I like, do too. it's got, and I also got yeah.
3: a book. I got, I I did that and I also got a book while I was there. It was the book uh that was on Mike's table in his dream.
2: I was wondering uh, about that. Like it was, looked like the a really cool science fiction almost like the, the Marty McFly or the (laughs) George came out a year,
3: (laughs) came out a year before they filmed this. So it was very recently released, uh, is, is my name is Legion by Roger Zalanzi, Mm -mm. Zalanzi, I don't something like that. But, uh, my name is Legion 1976. And I, I I checked it out on archive.org for two weeks. I'm going to try to read through that pretty short.
1: Yeah. I, I had not heard of that, but yeah, there's all sorts of stuff like that that you can get, uh, on, on archive and it's great. And sometimes, sometimes there's like, amazing old horror movies none of us have ever heard of that might make great film psych fodder we just don't know, don't know what's there so if anyone mm-hmm. out there is like hey I found this thing that's out of copyright it's this horrible 60s you know, slasher film or something, you guys should totally sack. We'd be, we'd be open to it because, you know, anyone can get 100. archive.org. It's not as convenient as sitting down on your TV and watching, you know, Netflix or something. But,
3: well, I watched the first, like I said, I watched like the, about the first 30 minutes of, uh, of that film, mm-hmm. uh, the uh, Invaders from Mars, and I laughed out loud no less than four times. Yeah. It was just, it was riotous. <laughs> really? That sounds it all right. Riotous. That seems like yes. our, our kind
1: of jam. All right. Did Anyone have any guess what grossed me out? It's a real simple thing
3: that grows. So many things.
1: None of the, I can tell you this, nothing to do with the ball. None of that. That word grows. Right. It was actually one of the most pedestrian things. In fact, pedestrian is a good word for
3: it, actually. Pedestrian. That's good. Yeah. So the pedestrian uh, thing that, let's see. Well, I'll tell you one thing. Before central uh, air conditioning. Yeah. In the U.S., yeah. there was a lot of sweaty people on film. <laughs>
4: really sweaty. Yeah. It's really yeah. sweaty.
3: So they had, uh, there was a scene, and this is part of the trivia as well, there's a scene at the end when when uh, Mike is up from his nightmare and he's talking to Reggie, uh, which we don't know if he's an ice cream man or not, mm-hmm. but uh, he they were sitting in front of the fire, and Reggie's got on this sweater and <laughs> everything, and he is just pouring sweat. Mm-hmm. right and yes. sweat and i'm like oh my <laughs> god why would you have a fire and sit in front of you or pour and sweat and apparently they had to they had to shoot that scene for so long uh that that i think they had to put aluminum foil or something on michael's back so he wouldn't be so it'd get burnt it wouldn't it was like so uh, hot. oh geez wow i was like geez cut that scene get out of here do something else right yeah it's uh, uh yeah but the sweat no what the
2: oh. sweat what 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 grossed you out the most all right here's like what
3: that. grossed me out
1: we gotta play this <laughs> That's so nasty, I don't know why I keep using it uh it's this it's full-on French tongue kissing while walking <laughs> oh. in through it, walking sideways, oh, sure. but your heads are crooked like this, and you're just right. you're like holding each other's hands almost like you're in a I'm, I'm, wedding I'm, I'm, procession, but you're just like eating each other's faces that's horrendous. And you're going to fall in okay, the trip. There, what
2: is there to do in this town anyway? Yeah, and her teeth.
3: Do it in she, the graveyard, baby. Let's go to the graveyard. Her teeth were
1: not the most attractive teeth. I'm just putting it out there. And he just looked gross. <laughs> and there's just <laughs> something about those two just macking like that while they're walking. Yeah. No one does I, that and walks. Nobody. I,
3: I don't. I'm not a big. Look, I love kissing myself. It's a sport that I like to participate in. But it's not something you that I want to love kissing hear. yourself. I don't want to listen to it.
1: Oh, you love kissing myself. You don't mean kissing myself. yourself. Myself. Yeah, you don't mean kissing yeah, yourself. I see what
3: you mean. I like that too, but okay. that's beside the point. Right. But I'm just saying, in in film and on TV, I'm okay with like a quick kiss or something. But I don't need no serious tongue. I mean, I, just, I start, I'm like I start feeling uncomfortable. I start squirming in my seat, and people you know they're just sitting. I'm like, I don't want to. I would never sit. And I I think I've talked about this before. If I was out in public and I saw two people kissing, I'd just look away. Mm-hmm. But when I'm watching a film. I'm kind of locked in, and I would never sit and watch two people masticate each other's faces. I wouldn't do it. I would just like, okay, I can't, I'm not watching this.
0: <laughs>
4: yeah, it's not so, part of me. So we always have what grossed Scott out, right? Yeah, don't right? usually. And this film yeah. made me realize I kind of want the opposite of that. Like what in what this aroused goes... Scott the most? No, no, no. no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> what, I want to know that. I want to know that part. It's, Go ahead, this, Randy. This, this we know it's not. I, wanted, areolas. I want a, I want. a what enthralled Randy the most. Like what Randy wa- saw in this movie and then wanted. All right. Let's play test it. Let's play test
1: it. Let's play test it. What What in this movie enthralled Randy the most? Well, I, I have a guess. So... I have a guess. Okay. okay. okay.
2: Randy wants a,
4: a Hemikuda. Yeah. I got to have a Hemikuda. Come on. What's I, a Hemikuda? Yeah. Man? There was a time. The, the that would have I, I, oh the I car. I wish I'd Sorry. seen this movie twenty years ago. Yeah, I would have. Yeah, I would have absolutely been enthralled with the car, but I'm not really anymore.
3: I, all right, I, all right. I'm I don't going watched, with. I'm going with uh,
4: hammer bullet. Hammer bullet. So, so this movie. Oh. <laughs> was ab- I was absolutely enthralled with this concept, and I I doubt it's possible anywhere in the world anymore. But I want to live near a wooden beach bar. I want to yeah. go to a beach bar yeah. that's made as a wooden shack. It just seemed so comfortable and inviting and pleasant. And I just I was like, this is like the opposite of what's grossed out Scott. It's like, I want that. I saw this in this movie. I'm just like, give me that. I need to retire within a uh, walking distance of that right there. <laughs> right, right. It
3: is very, it sure. is, this movie, this movie has a couple of moments of just small town, uh, just charm and uh, i think that that's i don't know it, it it it's weird for it to be in here but it felt really good i and tracked I it down
4: i tracked the the dunes bar down mm-hmm. uh it was filmed uh, on the north side of huntington beach right before you get to seal beach uh it's not there anymore that wooden shack Aww. is gone it's now a japanese restaurant uh next to a motel even better
0: <laughs> <laughs>
4: i was disappointed because it uh, apparently was on the not on the beach side of the Pacific Coast Highway, which means it, it I feel like I was lied to because it really felt mm. like it was on the beach. Mm. Right. Man, really you come down to Charleston,
3: South Carolina, if you want this kind of vibe. Oh, you.
1: really? Yeah, just on, explain yeah. that. Like, is that a thing you feel when you go there? Oh, yeah. This just got that vibe like this. It just is good.
3: Interesting. OK, yeah. that's it. cool. I love the beaches down in Charleston.
1: Yeah. Do you go uh, do you go there every year
3: or in, in normal? Years, uh, not every
1: year, but we go often. 2020 being kind of an odd year, but uh, maybe. Yeah. Maybe if things... Yeah, uh,
3: yeah. Not this year. No. Maybe not so much. Hey, you guys remember when 2020
1: was like the ultimate future date? Remember that? That was amazing. Right,
3: right. Yeah. In the year 2020. (laughs) (laughs) What's weird is... I mean, we're not going to
2: see 25-25, but it seems like the next one. Says you. Well,
4: we'll
1: I've got plans. Yeah. Do you? You got some big plans? Yeah. (laughs)
4: can you believe we're five months into the decade like this decade has gotten off to a bad start no, it hasn't been great five yeah. in.
1: hasn't been great but that can i mean look history's a rising road can only mean good things later on right that's what we gotta we gotta you gotta I don't do know that.
2: i've learned not to say that things can only go up
3: from here <laughs> stop jinxing it stop <laughs> yeah jinxing! yeah we
1: gotta but we gotta quit picking a point and saying okay from here it goes up right. oh wait well, go go i'm ahead. sorry i'm sorry for from here is what i meant <laughs> Yeah, we gotta we right. gotta get better at that. Hey, um, yeah. Has
3: anybody ever picked up a lady faster than uh, my friend here in this film? <laughs> no. Well, mean, she he literally waiting. walked in, said "How you doing?" and they went out the door. And I was she like, was waiting. Let's do she it. Wasn't that whole yeah, thing? I mean, no, she's she, waiting for it though, right? Like, yeah, she's
2: looking for recruits
3: to yeah. oh, into Jawas. And, yeah, yeah. So. But that's what I'm saying. If you get lucky that fast, don't go. It ain't luck. Hey, that's your You're a feathered, blonde-haired lady I haven't seen yet in this town. <laughs>
1: yeah. Not yet anyway. You want to I-
3: head to the cemetery and make out behind some tombstones?
1: Yeah, yeah you do. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh it's something else, man. They 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 play fast and furious with the relationshipy stuff. And also that brother's just kind of a nimrod. Also, is yeah. is it his dream too? Explain that to me.
3: Because- yeah, so they had a psychic connection because at this oh, point. God. I like it. Okay, so this is actually talked about in the commentary. It actually, the director really? said that he was uh, trying got- to set that premise up okay. in uh, in the film during when you saw uh, where Mike was was because uh, there are parts where they're just not together. Yeah, and because and- but he's dead. So does our character Mike have the ability uh, to to communicate with the dead? Right. Um, well, wait.
0: What?
1: No, what I'm saying is like the, the <laughs> brothers at the bar with the girl.
2: Mm-hmm. The younger kid isn't there. Mike, was he? No, but but he can. No, he's not there. He's not in the bar. Although he's peering in the window at some point. So yeah, he's always he's oh. context. So he's, yeah, he's always he's around.
1: Omniscient. He's always there. Okay. And and this he has dream. the dream.
2: Then he's having a dream within a dream too, because he's having the dream with the tall man standing at the. Up over the bed with his uh, oh yeah the the zombies pulling him into the graves. It was weird. <laughs> so great, you, sh- so then we've got the dream within a dream shot. thing. Then
3: yeah, I don't yeah. even think that guy's that tall. By the way, they call him the tall. He's man, not. But... They put him with platform shoes and gave him a outfit that was a size too small. Yeah, you yeah. know who's a better then... tall man, and he's
1: still alive. It's that guy that was in Star yeah. Trek Next Generation and also played uh, the in the Adams Family movies. Played the um the can oh, oh, Lurch. 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 Yeah. Lurch. Mm-hmm. That actor needs to be this dude if they remake or Or
3: doug jones or doug jones perfect pick but will anyone ever be able to walk like scrim i mean yeah if you give them them uncomfortable platform shoes i
2: think that was the (laughs) whole thing about it maybe so oh i've got to pull these damn heavy (laughs) shoes
4: i love the phrase who how will anyone ever
1: walk like scrim is a great out of context (laughs) thing to say
4: (laughs) i think the president of the united states has proved that if you put a man in high heels he's gonna stand and walk
0: yeah
1: yeah that'll work (laughs) uh all right i have a set of clips to play if you guys are open to such ideas so oh you got clips i do I do. There aren't a ton because the movie, honestly, is not like just chock full of dialogue Honestly, There's a lot of quiet sort of stuff. But when they do say things, it's real dumb. Uh, Here's uh, the sound. (laughs) Here's the sound of some 70s. I wrote here, these are 70s ass shoe sounds is what I wrote. Uh, So it's just in the mausoleum. Check it out. There's something just 1979 about these shoes. Yeah, he had those those dress shoes on, those cheap dress shoes. Yeah, they're lame. Nobody, I, nobody the ones you realize.
2: rent from the tux place? Yep. Oh,
1: Basically my God. Uh, here comes our first of the tall man moment. The funeral is about to begin, sir. I like the yes, sir. Sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. Sir.
3: Come Maury, why, stop yelling at me. I'm
1: sorry. Any funeral director who talks to you like that, don't go there ever. Go somewhere
3: right, else. There was a lot of moments body. where I was like, no, no. Yeah. Stick your hand in the box. No. Yeah.
0: No. it's, yeah. it's done. Did
2: you know By the way, did you notice the? Uh, you only see it for a second, but it's the the painting that's hanging above the altar inside the inside where the the service is being held. Mm. It looks like uh, Jesus has jazz hands.
0: <laughs> <That's
1: hilarious. laughs> no, 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 I did not notice that. <laughs> now I want to notice it. All jazz hands, right. Jesus. You have to go look at it. All right, here's. Um, I wrote. What are they even talking about? Is what I wrote. So let's see what they're saying.
0: Hey, I don't like this place.
1: Well, say goodbye to Tommy. Okay. <laughs> All right.
0: I don't know what they yeah, were they talking come, about. They were just like, I don't like this place. They come in from off
2: screen like like they've been standing around looking at each other just off, off camera. And then they both slide into frame from each side. And it's like, well, what were you doing before you said, oh, hey, Jody. Yeah. Oh, hey, Reggie. Oh, hey,
0: Reggie.
4: How's it going?
2: <laughs> oh, hi, here? Mark. Oh, hi, Mark. Yeah, right.
4: Yeah, it's because D- of the dream. It's because of the dream. The, yeah. Disconnected from the visual of the scene, yeah. <laughs> that sounded very much like he had Tommy in a barrel and was about to kick him down a hill. Yeah,
0: a little bit. You yeah? know, like, bit. hey, what do you know? <laughs> oh,
4: I don't know. Say goodbye to Tommy. Wham! <laughs> just kick it.
1: <laughs> I love that idea. All right. Uh, I wrote no one does here. Let's see what that was for. Well, I just don't get off on funerals, man. They give me the creeps. Yeah, no. What, what, who gets off on yeah. funerals? Nobody does. Come on.
2: As well, a blonde lady in the cemetery kind of gets yeah, exactly. off on funerals. Oh, yeah. Literally gets off on funerals.
1: On a funeral, yeah, <laughs> on somebody's grave. All right, Grandma wants to play something.
2: Michael, grandmother wants to play a little game. Wow, how'd you do that? Put your hand in the box.
1: No, don't do it. No, don't do it. <laughs> or else, if you do, the if you do, you're gonna hear Grandma do this. <laughs> That laugh,
2: dude. I don't don't need to go outside. Somebody left Ido out.
1: It does sound like a whimpering dog. Uh, That's
3: funny. I love the music in this film, by the way. Do you? Do you?
1: Because I thought it was a ripoff of the Halloween music. Well, yeah, but I
3: think it had its own thing.
1: I have captured. Well, did I? I may not have. I don't remember. I may have. There's, there's
3: one theme. Uh, there's one theme variation that has like this kick and beat to it that Reggie must have been involved with because mm-hmm. it was just, it was nice. Yeah, has some nice percussion in it.
1: And there was a. There were moments. So I'll give you that. Uh, I do wish it had more of this though, but only four has it sadly, and that's the sound here.
0: Have you seen it? Have you seen it?
1: I think those are the only lyrics, is have you seen it over yeah. and over.
2: Yeah. Have you seen it? It's in the box. Have you seen <laughs> my Ranger <dad>? collection?
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jody. Nothing like a bald guy with
3: p- ponytails. One of my favorite looks. Oh, yeah. Uh, Reggie, uh, Reggie, Reggie. Or Reggie. No, wait. Poor, poor Reggie. He was yeah, a, Reggie. He was a young balding man, too. Because even here, you could see he was, mm-hmm. he was like, oh, that's a young man. Oh,
1: he's like man. probably he's totally f- bald. 27 or not even that. Yeah, He was he balded yeah, young. Right? All right, here's, I wrote, that sound is what I wrote. Oh, yeah, this is when they were getting mm. creeped up by it. Oh, the, that sound. Yeah, that sound. You remember the one. All right, this may be the best scream in film sack in a long time, so I'd like to share it now. This is the brother being shocked by something. Here you go. Ah! <laughs>
4: that, that was hammer toe. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah hammer toe. toe. Know what like. Sounded like he was shocked by an electric guitar. Yeah, no, it's, it's ah, kind like,
2: like a, uh, a cardboard tube that's left over after you
3: use all the wrapping
0: wow. paper. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Listen to Please, that again. We'll
3: Here one more time. Ah! Yeah. I think
1: it might have actually been that.
3: That or a <laughs> wiffle ball bat. Can't tell. That's,
1: that's
2: the new film site game is name the, uh, what's the gaffer, not gaffer, the uh, yeah. the Foley
1: uh, uh, instrument. The Foley, Foley. Yes, what's the Foley? Yeah, yeah. what's the, what Foley? the Foley? Yep. and I'll get a Matt Foley uh, sound clip for it. <laughs> there you go. Uh, here is, uh, let's see, I, I wrote, what the hell is going on?
2: What the hell is going on?
1: Oh, it's because that's what he says. All right, that's one of those. All right. I, I really need to label those differently so I don't just say the thing that it says, but there it is. <laughs> This is a great moment about warning shots and it's awesome. Here you go.
3: No warning shots. Warning shots are bullshit.
1: <laughs> yeah, warning shots are bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Some good brotherly advice there. Yeah. Uh nobody's what what's this? Nobody driving. Oh, okay. Another great line. This this is so full of these kind of lines. There's nobody
2: driving that mother. That mother. That mother, mother. <laughs> trucker. Mother We're gonna trucker. go there and kick the shit out of him. <laughs>
1: I'll oh, get that tall bastard. Oh, in fact, I think it's
2: right here.
3: I see it. I see it all now. What we got to do is we got to snag that tall dude and stomp the shit out of him, and we'll find out what the hell is going on up there.
1: We got to find that tall
2: dude. <laughs> find him tall
1: dude. That's so
2: good. Dude, do you want me to do another take? That one didn't feel right. <laughs> no, no. We're burning daylight. Keep on that's going. A, that's that a wrap. That
1: one didn't feel like right. Well, I mean, all the, uh, the other trivia here because you know young filmmaker just trying to make it happen he's all this stuff is like rented like they rented cameras for the day they had to film everything in like a couple of days like it's that kind of movie um brian i have some audio from your prom night but there's no like description around this so i don't know what happened but uh oh, let's well let's
0: hear
2: it and I'll, I'll tell you what was happening
1: yeah okay, you can time. give us context here you go you
0: have to take me home What?
2: no questions you must take me home what happened is that did everything go okay oh. at the prom oh, yeah it's uh she only showed me one boob, and I was kind of disappointed <laughs> by the whole thing. That's it. Take me
3: home.
1: She only showed me no. one boob. And
0: the other one was busy holding How do I knife. know the other one's good? Yeah. 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 I need to
3: see both, please. Uh,
2: Here's a good one.
0: What the hell's that?
1: She's a really good actress. That girl.
2: She's Is that in the Volkswagen? Yeah. That's yeah, in the Volkswagen. Let's what just what
3: gonna, I guess they were just the... The antique shop owners, or well, they were yeah, they were cousins or something like uh, that. Cousins, yeah, it was a cousin, not cousin, sister. Yeah, cousins. I think right. they were cousins. Yeah, and they she owned a thing. And
1: so the idea was that he would be safe with them if he went and hung out. They weren't the,
3: safe with him because we've already seen Beastmaster and we know how this director feels oh, like about yeah, yeah. cousins. Yeah, he didn't like yeah. the cousins, kissing ones or otherwise.
1: But I just it feels like the kind of line that was supposed to be what the hell is that? And she decided to do it mixed. So here, let me try that again.
0: What the hell's
1: that? So just what the <laughs> hell's
0: that?
2: <laughs> Is that? Yeah. That's, you that's, want me to do that line again? <laughs> yeah, that's dumb. Yeah,
3: yeah. This, this, ver- this very much felt like 1979. Young director walking around, going, "Hey, you want to be in my movie?"
1: Yep. Yeah, pretty much. Yep. It's a girl at the, uh, down at the Burger Hop. Mm-hmm. Not the be the 50s. The Burger Hop. Yeah, I don't know why I said that. Um. All right. Here's uh right. something about a lighter. Okay, stay together.
3: Wait a sec. I think I got a lighter.
1: Quick, light it up. <laughs>
3: light it up. It's so bad.
2: That's one that's in pitch black. They're in the, they're in the room with the, uh, the portal. And at one point, Jody goes, Hey, come over here. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I can't, it's pitch black. I don't know where you are. Yeah. What is I, here? You know,
3: I kind of like this in the film. Um, like if you've ever been to a the theater and a film does this trick where they, they, you know, everything is black and you just have voices around you talking and you feel like you're part of the scene and it's kind of, it's kind of cool. However, this film got screwed because some of the earlier releases on videotape for this one uh the the editors cut it because they thought it was uh, the end scene, so they didn't listen to the audio this went, oh, here's the black screen, chop, chop so some of this stuff just jumped from the beginning oh, yeah. of the black scene to yeah. the next thing.
1: I noticed that there's also some just some weird well weird editing all around, but I couldn't tell if it was on purpose or not, but there was a very quiet thing happening and then suddenly it's the red view of the ball hurling yeah. down the hallway ball vision and it was loud and it was just like oh my gosh what are you guys freaking doing here ball vision I like that mm. all right Uh something about a tall bastard because
3: we're gonna run that
1: tall bastard straight down to hell oh my gosh I can't take that guy seriously
0: <laughs>
2: tall bastard
0: and
1: you wanted more dialogue yeah just say no say no all right, one final thing. This is from the tall man saying, well, he's given props to the kid.
3: So here you go. You play a good game, boy. But the game is finished. Now you die. Wow. See,
0: well, well, yeah, I would him more lines to scrim. Yeah. look
2: at him predicting the game boy though
0: yeah like yeah. Play a
2: good game boy <laughs> boy you're really good at dr mario but that's over yeah he uh, was 10 yeah.
1: years ahead of himself there that's amazing yeah
2: exactly look at that
1: that's also weird to think 10 years before the
2: game boy scrims <laughs> uh
1: all right on that note on scrims to as a note let's now do this <laughs> It's the film sack checklist. Ball to the head. Check. Music sounds like a Halloween ripoff. Check. Never trust an ice cream man with a ponytail. Check. Hey, Star Trek connections. There are seventeen actors in this. None of them did anything in Star Trek. So yeah.
4: I checked. You... I checked deep. I looked at music composers and producers. Mm-hmm. Did you guys get my email?
1: No. Did you send an email? Oh yeah, oh, yes, Brian. Email.
4: Brian did find one person.
3: Oh. Yeah, it has to has to do with the room. Uh, The effect of the mansion disappearing in a bright, colorful light was done by Joel Westheimer, who did many of the effects on the original Star Trek series. The effect on the mansion is the same one used for the transporter sequences on the series. Well, look at that. All right, look at you it's digging something. a little deeper That's and finding a thing. Yeah, it's it is something. something. I'm not saying it's great. I'm just saying it's something. It's something. It's, almost, it's a dream. Yeah, it's a dream. Within a dream.
4: I, I, I don't think one of the Bryans is going to let the other Brian go. On <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: Because seriously, Coscarelli thought of the whole it's a dream thing about 10 minutes before he had to turn in the cameras, I, return I the camera's back you know to the library. Was, dream. Yeah. Dream,
4: yeah. I think he thought of it's a dream after he had already finished filming.
0: There you go. <laughs> right.
1: Yeah. Uh, for the soundtrack grade. I say that with some emphasis because we have a funny email about what I say in this part of the show for the soundtrack grade. I would give it an E for era appropriate. Just felt like a 1979
4: ass movie. Yeah. And uh, that's what you it. get. Doo, you
0: know. doo, 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 I thought it was
4: a good soundtrack. Lots like of, for for its, you know, like station, for its, its tier of movie, I thought it was good. Yeah,
1: for the place it's in, it's all right. All right, now we get to the Twitter post. This is the momentous moment where you guys sum things up in 280 characters or less, and you do it in turn. Let's start with Randy.
4: Phantasm immediately after the spasm of orgasm, a miasm of ectoplasm casts you into the eternal chasm of nothingness with enthusiasm. Yes, this is sarcasm.
3: <laughs> nice. I can't I can't beat that, so I'm just gonna skip mine this week. Oh wow. <laughs> no way, you're you're required by law. To oh, do it's this. not a competition no. in that case. Yeah. Phantasm. Yeah. You couldn't even beat our level one dwarf in the basement. <laughs> The funeral is about to begin, sir. Hashtag murder ball. <laughs> <laughs> level, level one dwarf in the basement. That's really good. good. He just came in there. Toby was all like, I'm going to break into the man- in the mausoleum, and I'm going to do this and this and this. And he gets down there. And it's like one little dwarf. Can't even beat him. Gets yep. back out the window. Runs away. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's pretty weak. It's pretty weak sauce. I agree. And go
2: back to the forest and kill some boars until I'm a higher level. <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
1: uh, all right. Uh, let's, let's round it out with Brian a
2: bit phantasm like a fine dog turd this film is little and brown and low to the ground <laughs> mm, I did like that did you did you catch that uh clip I was that amazed was that
3: clip. I was amazed that this guy didn't have that in his clips
2: little it was yeah. little and brown and yeah. low to the ground
3: it was a horny what do you call it a, was a horny horny gopher what was it oh, I oh a gopher and heat Gopher and heat that was it yeah
1: <laughs> Gopher and heat is correct all right uh let's oh oh my gosh you guys turns out this movie had alternate titles and now i can tell you what those are so here you go it was almost called fangasm I don't, mm. know why, I don't know why I put fan. Oh, because fan-tasm I like it. it's a fangasm because the lady had a fake orgasm at the beginning. Anyway, right. or... How do you know it was fake? It was a dream. Yeah, That's true. Or there, <laughs> there will be yellow blood. All right, moving on. Uh, <laughs> here's an email from Ash. These came to us on the website. What? You can either go to filmstack.com or you can... I know, hey, that's Ash. pretty funny. What's great, too, is that this dude is a big Sam Raimi friend, the, uh, the uh, Coscarelli director guy. Him and Sam right. Raimi are like best pals. They hung out on this set together while this was being yeah. made. It uh, would have been right around the time that uh, you know he was working on Evil Dead and all that. So uh, I like that little bit of trivia, but it's funny we got something from Ash. So anyway, f- we've come full circle. Ash says this, just a heads up. The 1985 zombie classic Return of the Living Dead is streaming on Amazon Prime. This is one of my favorite movies of all time. Talking fast zombies, that at the first... Uh, that, for the first time on film, actually crave brains. Lots of trivia, special effects, quotable lines. Please consider this one. Now, when I first mm-hmm. read this email, I went, I swear we've done the 85 See, Return of the Living Dead.
3: We didn't do that one?
1: And yeah. I can't find it in the feed. So did no, we? No, I don't think we've done it. I don't think we've done that. Is it the one in the cage? Because we did is, the one in it the cage. Is
3: one of, it, is like, it is amazing. I love it. Now, is this Return of the Dead, the first one that Return did too? Or which one is uh, it? This one's Re- Return, Return of the, of the Living Dead. Is yeah, called. 1985. Yeah, okay, yeah.
1: yeah. So this would have been the George Romero thing. It's the third film in his Living Dead series, right? So you had the first one, right, then you had right. Dawn, and then you had this, I think. Mm-hmm. I swear so we we've the first done one. this. I swear we've done we, it.
3: Maybe we did. Hold on, I'm looking right now. I don't think we have. I we... thought we did too, but I've seen this movie so many times. I mean, if I do a search it's for ridiculous. Film Sack
2: Return of the Living Dead, I don't find it. There uh, was the color, know. there was the black and white one we saw. Yeah. Right. With, uh, oh, Martha. No, I can't remember what the woman, like. Uh, <laughs> it's coming to get you barbara that one yeah, good, yeah we good. did
1: did we do that did we even do that we did, yeah we, we did that one, one. We, we totally did, we did that. that all right night of the living dead <laughs> we did you're right i found it okay so i'm that's looking here right. the only living dead movie we have done is night of the living dead we've not done dawn or return
0: oh
2: really
4: i thought return we did the second one no
1: we've not done done
4: we we've done day of the dead day of oh, the dead's what i'm it, thinking yeah. of we actually did
3: day of the dead before We did the other one, right? Right. Well,
1: uh, yes. Day of the Dead we did before. That was episode 207. It was 2014, back in June of 2014. However, uh, that's the one I'm thinking of in the cave. So Return is something different. I feel like
4: having having sacked Night of the Living Dead, We've kind of covered ourselves. Like we don't need to watch all these movies, right? I don't know. Like, you I, don't said, know. You got it. I don't know. I will say no, I will say return. Right. I will say that Return
3: of Living Dead is a touchstone film. I think that I, I really think is worthy of like, I agree, of I watching. agree. I have yeah. no problem doing oh, return.
1: Yeah. And also uh the remake of Dawn, which came out in two thousand and four, the Zack Snyder thing right. is awesome. awesome. It's That's a really great well, remake. Yeah. I would love to watch that for film time. I have no problem so That's, we need that's the, the one. one in the mall, right? Yeah, that's the, the, the one right. in the mall. Yep. Yeah. And that's the and that particular one has um Phil Dunphy in it, but he right. plays the worst oh. character. Oh, he's such an ass in that movie. Right. And it was so hard for me because I would watch Modern Family when it was in its heyday, and I would go, just pretend you didn't see him in Dawn. Of <laughs> <laughs> pretend he wasn't a dick. It he never was happened. Such a jerk in that movie. My gosh. But anyway, it was like Ving Rames was in that, and it's cool. The remake's cool. It's very good. It was just, which is why people are all like I don't care about Zack Snyder's new Netflix zombie thing. I do, because I think he's got a taste for that stuff, and it's good to see him get back to his roots. So get in there, Zack Snyder, and make it happen. All right, one from uh, Jason Kusick It says this. Hey, guys, just been listening, listening to your show for years. Love what you do. I just realized I've been mishearing Scott this entire time. Whoa. When he says soundtrack grade, I always thought he was saying soundtrack's great. And then he would give it a grade. I thought that was his. I thought that was really weird because he would say soundtrack's great. I give it a C, and I would think, well, why a C? C's not very good. Anyway, keep up the good work. So yes, it is soundtrack grade, not great. Okay. Right. All right. Cleared that up. Thank you, Jason, for doing that for so many who couldn't speak for themselves. Well done. (laughs) Uh, Our next film is Zapped.
4: Zapped.
1: Yeah. Forget what you know or like or dislike about modern day Scott Bayo or his friend Or don't. Yeah, or don't. Maybe,
4: yeah, maybe go into this with a chip on your shoulder for Scott Bayo. <laughs> yeah. Or if you
1: love Scott Bayo, whatever your wherever your stance is, come on in here and watch us or listen to us talk about Zapped, the nineteen ninety or nineteen eighty two classic right. uh telekinesis tale with him and his old pal from Charles in Charge on there.
2: Willie Ames. Willie uh, Ames. And and I and I misspoke before the show. I said it was Harvey Corman. It's Robert Mandan who is uh, Chester Tate on soap.
1: Oh, all right. He's well, a then, poor
2: man's Harvey Corman.
1: All right. Well, you haven't. We have, then we un, we have now untainted Car- Harvey Korman's. Uh, right.
2: But it is. But it is Scatman Crothers who yeah. uh, you know did this, did The Shining, and uh, <laughs> and did scat.
1: Did, and scat, did Scat, yeah, and also liked uh, playing with his own poo. That's why they called him the Scatman, right? That was the reason.
2: Um, Oh, I thought he was just an expert. Oh, weird. Okay.
1: I thought he just I thought he'd make a little bowl of it and he would just kind of mush it and play with it. That's what I thought was going on. But gotcha. Maybe not. that
2: totally yeah. makes sense now. Anyway, that's
1: zapped and it's on Amazon Prime again. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're finding okay. some real gems over there, by the way. So uh hey, look at us doing Are Prime. We?
0: Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: <laughs> like we're gonna zapped is over there. That's gonna be a blast. Uh, what was Are the one we just said earlier? Oh, Return of the Living Dead also on, on Prime? Uh, uh okay. <laughs> well you dis you disagree with the the statement that it's saying, a, a gem. Uh, okay, all right. I mean look, we got you have to admit Phantasm is sim- is like film sack 101, dude. Like you
4: No, know, I I again I'm glad no that's not the right word. I accept that we watched this and I acknowledge its presence in our oeuvre. i just i just thought it sucked and last week's movie sucked and (laughs) i don't ever want to see another coscarelli movie thank you we're done (laughs) i think we're probably done
1: with coscarelli i can't think of a reason to go back to him but
2: uh did he did he do any of the uh, sequels the phantasm sequels because i could see us revisiting the best the the supposed best of the bunch phantasm 2 at some point
3: yeah yeah he's he's been involved with some other ones too so i mean Mm -hmm. absolutely yeah he uh
1: he's I'm suddenly intrigued by that dude. And he seems like a really nice guy. Like by all accounts, he's like this fun loving
3: goofball. That's just known for this stuff. And yeah, I think he's directed all of them except for so he's two, three, and four. He didn't do that phantasm. one called, um,
1: phantasm ravager, which is now, yeah,
3: that's the most recent one. Yeah. But he did write it.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. well it says, ba- says based on characters awesome. by, but I don't think he wrote it, wrote it. Did he?
4: Right. Maybe um, he did. He Maybe just wrote
1: the characters and directed
4: four phantasm movies. And the most recent one was 98. What?
1: Yeah. But uh, Well, and by the way, so a lot of people really like John Dies at the end, and a lot of people really, I, I personally really like Bubba Hotep. Um, mm-hmm. And I think this 2020 or whenever they're going to do it, Bubba Nosferatu Curse of the She-Vampires sounds great. So I, I still have, I have a place in my heart for this guy and what he's trying to do. And I'll allow, I'll allow it. <laughs> Like a judge in a terrible TV drama, I, I will allow it. All right, uh, that's it for today's show. Thank you all for listening. We appreciate it. We hope you're all doing okay out there and staying safe and uh, things are a little nuts this week. We hope the show brings you a little uh, smile to your face and a form of, of, of escape from uh, today's worries. That's what it does for us. We hope it does that for you as well. Filmsock.com is the place to go if you'd like to get more. If you want to rate us on a uh, wherever you get your podcast, iTunes, whatever, you can go do that. That would be wonderful. And you can email us at filmsack at gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter at filmsack. That's going to do it for us. For me, for Brian, for Brian, and for Randy. Or for heat. We'll see you next time.